we all can fall victim, especially as, you know, we go into our middle school and high school years. You know, it's hard. You, you're going to feel down on yourself. You're going to not feel good enough. You're going to want to fit in. Every person wants to be revealed, wants to be seen, loved, and accepted. And I feel like if I make my children feel seen, loved, known, and accepted, they are going to have a superpower. They are going to walk into every situation and feel like it's okay if this person doesn't like me. I know that I like me. And if they can say that and truly, truly believe that, then it's it's a superpower. Welcome to the Performance Mindset Podcast. And I'm your host, Amy Calandrino, CEO of Beyond Commercial. After a decade of providing expert commercial real estate advice and consultation to the business owners and investors I serve, I wanted to share some of the most inspiring and influential leaders I've met along the way. The goal of this podcast is to share valuable insights from these impactful individuals, as well as business and commercial real estate trends. If you want to grow, you're tuning into the right show. Hello, friends. It's Amy Calandrino coming to you with the latest episode of the Performance Mindset Podcast. After more than a decade of working with some of the top area businesses and investors, I have met some really impactful individuals and leaders along the way. And so my goal is to share some insights with you and share some some great information. So I've known Marissa now, well, first, like through her husband, my, was my dermatologist forever, ever, ever. And then we were also in an organization together, like a nonpartisan or bipartisan political organization. So we met long, long, long time ago. I thought it was really cool. She had shared recently a book that's come out and it's all about confidence, mindset, resilience, and all these really topical issues. And What's so interesting is I focus very much so on this podcast about all these adults, but I don't think there's enough intentionality about instilling these different traits into children. And I just really value the work that that Marissa is doing. I think it's wonderful. So let me share a little bit about her. She's dedicated mother, loving wife, and woman on a mission, redefining motherhood and parenting. She has a full-time job and a household brimming with energy. And she's never expected to find herself as a proud mother of three incredible boys, three boys. Wow. Boy mom life. (laughs) That's what I've always heard. Each day brings new challenges, but she approaches them with unwavering determination and a sense of humor. And so as she's gone through this boy mom life journey, she's discovered some valuable lessons about herself and the uniqueness of individuals and the true meaning of what's important in life. So her boys are her greatest treasure and she really cherishes her extraordinary family. Uh, Marissa's mission is to be her boy's greatest advocate. And we do live in a world that's not always the most you know, kind. So she stands alongside them, learning and growing together and strives to empower them, not only her own family, but hopes to inspire others. And we had a great conversation before we even started this on some great things that will help me and my family and think it's great. So Marissa firmly believes in the power of authenticity, honesty, and humor to foster connections and create meaningful dialogues. And drawing from her faith, Marissa finds solace in the words of Corinthians, God is faithful, 
and he will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with your testing, he will also provide a way out so you may be able to endure it. This unwavering belief serves as a guiding principle in her chaotic yet beautiful life. And so I'm just just amazed uh, at all, all what you're doing. So I want to kind of start out with how did you initially navigate the unexpected experiences of becoming a mom to three boys and what kind of lessons have you learned along the way? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's truly an honor. I am going to echo what you just said. I am so impressed by everything that you have done and it is not easy to work and it is not easy to be a mom and it is not easy to be a wife and, and hold it all together all the time. I thank you for that. And I always knew I wanted to be a parent. I just didn't know I was going to be a parent of three boys and one with some extras, what I say, extra special needs. You know, we we get what God gives us. And sometimes that's not always how we envisioned it or how we um, it saw it playing out in our in our minds. So I'm not a parenting expert by any means. I'm learning to be a confidence expert because I feel like that is the foundation of which we can teach our children and have them grow into successful adults. And that's our goal. I mean, our children are not our children. They're God's children. God loves them way more than us. But our job here is to kind of shape them and give them the tools and give them the framework of being a good person, treating others with respect, and also treating themselves with the respect that they would give to others. As a mother of three boys, what challenges have you faced in advocating for them in a culture that may not always be kind to boys? And then how do you strive to empower them and be their biggest advocate? Well, that's an easy one. It is not about being a mom advocate. It's teaching them to be a self-advocate. I want them to know that I will always be there to support them, that they're never going to be alone. I want them to know that they're loved, that they're valued, that they're seen, that they're accepted. But I want to teach them that in those times where they feel like they start to like waver or their values start to be shaken or they start to second guess themselves, they have a default position. And that default position is that I am good enough. I am valued. I love myself and I'm worthy and I can do anything. That I set my mind to. In in your journey of being a mom, wife, and friend, how do you balance the different needs that arise each day, both for yourself and for your boys? And then what strategies have you found helpful? Can you tell me that one more time? Yeah, yeah. And then what I think too is one thing will be good is let me in asking this question too. I want to let's talk a little bit about the book before I go into that. Because I, okay. I think that one, I want to talk about discipline and how like you set yourself up for success yeah. yeah. and, you know, practice and a habit is like, you know, I like, I think that's what I want to talk about on that one. Yeah. But well, let's um, just talk a little bit. Let me have you share a little bit more of your journey of how you got to writing a book and then we can go into the other ones. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Cause I think that will be a good preference. So let's do that. So you had a book that just launched just a couple weeks ago or about six weeks ago? Yeah, about about six weeks ago. Tell us, like, what's the title of it? How did you kind of come with up with this? Because I feel like it has a lot to do with your your journey of being a mom and, and your children and this unique 
experience that you've had now has helped you to kind of come up with this book that can then kind of help others. Yeah, absolutely. So the book is called The Adventures of Bonzo Crumbles. Whoa, just three rules to know. And it came about with what we were doing every day in the car. I was having my boys recite something every single day on the way to school when they were feeling anxious or nervous or when they were feeling maybe like they didn't fit in. So what they would say is I love and accept myself exactly the way I am. And I'm created for a reason and a purpose. And hurt people often hurt others. So let's try to rise above. And that's really the last rule is about following the golden rule. Um, Sometimes people's actions don't always um, correspond with how they actually or what they actually believe. Um, And they may be taking out some of their frustration or jealousy or whatever on on somebody else. So how you approach that is to treat them with kindness. Um, Mm -hmm. Follow the golden rule. Talk to them kindly. So that's the last rule. But the first rule, first and second rules, I love and accept myself. That's looking at yourself in the mirror every day, putting a smile on your face, telling yourself that you are good enough, giving yourself a high five, telling yourself what my boys always say is, I got this. So I'll make them repeat it. I got this. I got this. I got this. And that's been so key. And then that they were created beautifully and uniquely their own. We all have our own stories. Nobody lives our story. We all write our own stories. We all have our own paths and we all have different paths to get to where our particular goal is. And everybody's goals are different. Um, And everyone's journey to the top of their goal is going to be different. So I have tried every day to tell my boys that there's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be good and bad, but confidence does not mean perfection. Confidence does not mean getting all A's. Confidence doesn't mean being the star hitter in the T-ball league. Confidence doesn't mean never making a mistake. Confidence means believing in yourself. It means saying, I've got this. It means never giving up. It means being a man of your word, having integrity and following through on everything you say you're going to do. The innovators and the inventors and the CEOs in this world They all have confidence. And it doesn't mean that they did not struggle. It does not mean that they did not get in trouble in school. It does not mean that, you know, they may have gotten fired from a job or two. It means that they set a goal. They said they were going to reach that goal. And then they worked every day, small, tiny little steps to reach that goal without giving up. I think that's so important to explain that to your children. I I kind of really held on to two things. I think in these rules, you also encapsulate, don't compare yourself to other people. I think that's a huge problem is you look at one person and they're so successful and especially the way people are portrayed on social media and it can just seem so easy. And when your path is not going that way, it, it can really affect like your psyche. So I think it's so important how you talk about confidence is not perfection and that there's this, this journey. I think that's so important to explain to children because I didn't understand that as a child and, you know, it caused a lot. You're not the only one. I did not experience that or feel that as a child. I had a wonderful childhood and I had, you know, tons of opportunities and I was placed in amazing situations, but it's that self-doubt. We all have that self-doubt. Our brains are always going to tell us no. What I always say to the boys, and I don't know who said this quote, is fear. It's false events appearing real. And Uh, A lot of times the stuff we have anxiety about never happens. 
And how do we change that fear? How do we change that anxiety? How do we change that ability to go out in the world and stand up tall and say, I've got this? And that's by changing your mindset. That's by setting a strong, strong foundation. And we all know that there is, you know, we all compare ourselves. It's it's human nature to compare yourself. And now I feel so sad for our children. And they see on social media, there's filters, there, you know, everyone's posting, I got this, I got that. It's all portrayed. All the beautiful things are portrayed. All the highlights are portrayed, but none of the not so good stuff in life is being portrayed. And I, I have taught my children that don't look around. I say happiness is comparison. What's the quote? Comparison is the cancer of happiness. And for our family, it hits home because we deal with cancer every single day in our business. But when you compare yourself um, and you allow that, those feelings and those emotions that come up with comparison, you start to think negatively. So I've taught my kids, what is that feeling? Take it and then throw it away, throw it out the window. We are not going to compare. We've got ourselves, we've got our family, and that's all that truly matters. And if you take away all the extraneous things outside and you really hone in to what is happening in your own life and be proud of the things you have, you're going to be successful because then you're not, you lose that fear. Yeah. I, I just think it's so profound it to, to get this message out to children. So early and it, it's just so necessary with the 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 pervasive negative messages and you know just the the sadness that you you see in some of the the children and so being able to to understand that everything's not perfect and to 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 look at that and understand and what I love the message too you talked about was hurt people hurt people and sometimes I have a hard way of explaining to my kids why you know, why is there a bad guy and why do they do these bad things? And I've never had like an articulate way of explaining it to them. I mean, one thing I explained to my children is if we get cut off on the road is they they feel like what they need to get to is more important. This year, not to cut you off, but this year we had to deal with my nine-year-old and teaching him how to tell if somebody is genuine. And while he does lack um, some social skills. So he's a little bit delayed socially. That is a super hard topic to know who is being genuine and who is not being genuine. And all we could tell teach him was that if you are genuine and you follow your beliefs and you are proud of your faith and you are proud of the person you are, and you are a man of your word, then it doesn't matter if the person on the outside who you're talking to or the friend on the playground is not being genuine or the teacher is not being genuine. It's about who you are on the inside. And we say all the time in our family that, you know, if you're in the habit of working out, which is part of like my routine and my self-care is every morning I'll do a meditation or a workout, or I'll take that time to reset for myself. But if you're in the habit of working out every day, you're going to be become a fit and healthy person. And if you're in the habit of studying and practicing and, and doing the work, well, whatever job or whatever you're studying for, you're going to excel in. If you want to be the star basketball player, you're going to go out there and you're going to 
practice your shots. You're going to practice dribbling. You're going to practice. You're going to practice. You're going to practice. And the same is true in mental health. I mean, the same is true in mindset. If you practice talking to yourself positively every day and you clean your brain and you start every morning with a clean, fresh brain and clean, fresh heart, and you say, I am good enough. I am valued. I am loved. I've got this. You're going to enter in every situation that you come across every day with a much more positive mindset and a much more positive attitude. I think it's so interesting you're bringing up genuineness, which I think aligns so much with authenticity. And I've found since I've been way more genuine and authentic and all that, I have a lot of people like, that's too much. You shouldn't be doing that. And, you know, I I do get some, some friction. And so what I would say too, is like the, the more you practice that and the more authentic you are, it seems to me, or at least it's been in my experience, those that don't value that and don't appreciate that like perspective and maybe don't want to keep things more superficial. I found that they've had a way of just kind of filtering themselves like out of my life and like, you know, having these more deep, meaningful conversations. And so it's kind of made things easier, but I generally would say is like, I think your children will end up finding in school, like if they are these radiant, you know, bubbling, you know, individuals and for other people that don't want to have that genuineness and authenticity, I think they will kind of work themselves out of your children's life. And then they will end up having this tribe of people that value that. Right. I mean, it's all about who you surround yourself with. And I will agree with you that authenticity is often overused these days on social media and on different platforms because you can be authentic, but are you being authentic of what everyone else around you wants to hear? Or are you truly being authentic to your core? And a lot of people are not being authentic to their core. They're posting, you know, on social media, all, all the highlights, and that's not authenticity. And for us, and um, I'm very open about it. I always have been. Our oldest child does have the extra special needs is what I say. And He's twice exceptional. And what that means is, you know, we've got to, we got to be open about it. But if we were to hide him under a rock and not give him the tools to feel Mm -hmm. confident or give him, you know, the skill set to believe in himself, then we would not, I would not be doing my job as a parent. I would, you know, I'd be fostering um, what the rest of the world would wants to foster. And that's, fitting between the lines, not thinking outside the box. And as I said, you know, entrepreneurs, the best entrepreneurs, the best CEOs, the best innovators, they had confidence to think outside the box. They had confidence to believe in themselves. They had confidence to take a risk. And sometimes you're going to fail, but if you don't fail, then you're not growing. And that's what I say. Like you, I fail every day. I make mistakes every day. And when I do, I point it out to my kids. I say, Mommy should not have done that. Mommy made a mistake, you know, and they know, like, I've learned from that. I'm going to grow from that. And now they'll say, like, if they make a mistake, it's okay. Everyone's allowed to make mistakes. Like, everyone's allowed to make mistakes. Another thing that I say all the time is, and I've learned through motherhood, is I've watched how I have learned to talk to my kids. I don't tell my kids, why did you fall when they were learning to walk? I got them up. I encouraged them. I pick them up. I said, you can do it. You've got it. You can do it. And so then I started talking to myself like that. I mean, it was scary to write a book and come out in a field yeah. in an area that was not my expertise. 
it has now become a passion and I want to help others know that they can also learn to talk to themselves the way they would talk to their children. And my boys know, don't talk to yourself. Don't say anything to yourself that you wouldn't say to somebody else. So you you would never tell a friend, boy, you look terrible in that outfit. So why would they tell themselves they look terrible? Or you would never tell their friend who's learning to wakeboard. You're never going to learn to do that. It's too hard. No, they're going to encourage them. So they should tell themselves, I can do it. This is something I'm going to try to do. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give it my best. And if they have that attitude and that mindset, that's going to trickle into every area of their life. I wish that when I was a child, but I guess that, that, that this messaging was more pervasive and, and out there. And I, again, I very much value what you're doing. And I think too, how are you going to help your, it would almost be like if you had a child who was deaf or blind, but then you ignored the fact and didn't share it and tried to like hide it, you would be hindering that child from reaching their full potential. I think it's something that you embrace, you know, the person that you are so that you can reach your full potential. I don't think anyone would ever dream of not sharing that their child was deaf or blind or anything like that. No, you would give them... You would give them the tools to succeed. If you had a child who was diabetic, you would give them whatever they needed to succeed. You'd alter their diet. You'd give them the medication. You would make sure that they understood what would trigger, you know, an episode. And I feel like it's the same thing. You know, we all can fall victim, especially as, you know, we go into our middle school and high school years you know, it's hard. You, you're going to feel down on yourself. You're going to not feel good enough. You're going to want to fit in. Every person wants to be feel, wants to be seen, loved, and accepted. And I feel like if I make my children feel seen, loved, known, and accepted, they are going to have a superpower. They are going to walk into every situation and feel like it's okay if this person doesn't like me. I know that I like me. And if they can say that and truly, truly believe that, then it's, it's a superpower. I do think superhero power as well. I, it was interesting. I talked about on my podcast, uh, as I've done this, my confidence has grown even more. And I I talked about with a friend, I was probably about six months ago, I finally like publicly admitted, I have, I have OCD and I, but I consider it like a superpower. I mean, I have ADHD. So it's, (laughs) yeah, I could think of every single thing that could possibly go wrong. And that makes me really successful in what I do, which is, you know, I can, I can spot all the issues and. Uh, My husband sometimes calls me Armageddon Amy because I can think of every possible thing and ruminate and and project things out. But I'm also insanely detail oriented. I have great drive because of it. And I think it's just like embracing that, embracing who you are. And it's embracing who you are. the, The confidence to even like admit that publicly if I if I really hadn't done this podcast and then, and you kind of put it out there and, you know, worked on it in the practice and all those types of things. And then if I wouldn't have had the podcast, we wouldn't have in these conversation and getting it out to even more people. So yeah, it's owning who you are. And yeah. I have found that they say like, 
in your 20s, you find yourself, you know who you are. For me, it was becoming a mother and seeing my children be their own people. They are their own human beings. We are going to give them the tools and they are going to go on their own path. And there's going to be times that I am not a fan of what they're doing, but I'm okay with that because I know that I'm setting the foundation. I know that their values are in the right place. I know that they will be polite. I know that they will show respect. I know that they're going to take a chance and they may fall, but they're going to pick themselves up and they're going to, they're going to shine. They're going to be a light. They're going to know that mom always treated people with respect, that mom, you know, thanks people. She told them when they were valued in her life. And I believe in my heart that if they see an example of somebody who has confidence, then they are also going to have confidence. And there are so many children, so many children who go to school, whose parents never say, you've got this. I love you. You know, you can do anything you put your mind to. And if they aren't hearing it from a parent, then they need to be telling themselves it in the mirror. They need to look at themselves in the mirror every day and say, I've got this. Oh, that's just amazing. This this whole journey and how you've taken something and made it this bigger thing. And then I understand you're going to be going out to schools. To yes, show. I am. Talk about uh, like a lot of the schools have expressed interest. What they really love about it is they can use it as an interactive tool So the children can write the three rules and they can place them wherever they want. And the book, it's placing it on the mirror, bathroom mirror, but the kids can put it wherever they want. If they want to put it on their bed, they want to put it on, you know, their computer screen. And I believe that if they say to themselves, I can do this, I am unique. I am beautiful. I am special. I am worthy. I can do anything I put my mind to then we're going to see a whole bunch of kids start believing in themselves, being proud of who they are and not wanting to fit in it. Yes. You're always going to have, I want to be just like everyone else. I want to, you know, you don't want to be made fun of and that's fine. You can still try to fit in. You still want to fit in societal norms. We don't want to have all these outliers, you know, who just, you know, break all the rules. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, (laughs) You have to just believe in yourself. And it's okay if you aren't good at baseball. Your bucket may not be filled with a bunch of baseballs. Your bucket may be filled with a bunch of, you know, knowledge in statistics, which I'm terrible at, but good for you if you're good at statistics. Your bucket may be good at technology, but that's awesome. My brain has a million tabs open. It would drive my husband crazy to have all the tabs open that I can, you know, see and do all at once. But I'm proud of that. I know that that's what makes me me. That makes my day go smoothly. That makes, you know, my life happier is, you know, dabbling in a bunch of different things. So yeah, I, I like can it. teach my kids, yeah. find your strength and be proud of your strength. Find your gift and be proud of your gift. Wow. That's amazing. And what I was going to say to that is, oh, I was going to mention to you, we just founded, uh, my husband and I are putting together a foundation to bring back aspiring entrepreneurs program, which we did for a number of years. Don't take your kids to work day. Oh, nice. Uh, it's for third to fifth graders to focus on exploring entrepreneurship and all these different things. And I think it's so much aligns with your message as well. So we'll have to do a collaborate. Absolutely. 
because I think true to that, that I understand too, like, yeah, the top entrepreneurs and successful people have this confidence. I think that there'll be like a, we're going to have some more collaborations. It's an it factor. And everyone says they have the it factor. In my mind, that it factor is believing in yourself because you're never going to have it if you have self-doubt, if your mindset isn't allowing you to believe, if you cannot take that risk, if you cannot take that step, if you cannot be proud of your gifts and you're just hiding them, you're you're never going to have it. You're going to just be shy and you're going to, and it's okay if you're shy, just then work every day, take that small step at saying hi to somebody that you don't know. You have to take your gifts and let them shine. Yeah, I think so. I think there's just so much that's going to come out of this and I can't wait to see, see it all. Is Davis going to be involved in any of the talks that are given at any of the schools? Is he, he would love to be, he's already read to a couple um, kindergarten classrooms. The book is really for ages, probably pre-K to maybe third grade. It is gender neutral. So um, it appeals to both boys and girls, but he has read, um, he's super proud of it. He has brought it, he has his own podcast. I had mentioned to you. Yes. He also gives, he also gives like encouragement. This is something that he's done all on his own. Gives him a, it's a tip of the week, a joke of the week. And the jokes are typically tech related because that's his, his passion (laughs) is what he says is technology. And then we also end with like a technology tip. So um, if you want tips on how to use your Android phone or your Apple device, he's your man. But what I really love about it is he's using examples in his life as a nine-year-old to say, it's okay that you don't fit in. It's okay that, you know, life doesn't always go your way. But if you think positively, you're going to be positive. And so he uses quotes. Um, his favorite are typically from Steve Jobs. Um, we've got some Elon Musk in there. We've got a bunch of others. But every week he picks a quote that kind of speaks to him. And then he tells it from a nine-year-old's perspective of what it means. So it's really cute. It's only about five minutes. Um, and that's been popular with the about seven to nine-year-old, maybe seven to 11-year-old range um, of children because it's just kind of cool to see a peer and it's short. I love that. I think that that's really cool. It's something that's manageable. So it's not like this whole thing. And I, I understand he does it himself. Like he, he does, it. he does all the editing. He does all the planning and it's a great tool for him because he's learning how to plan the process. He's learning to type what he needs to say and, and he puts it into segments and then he's now doing special effects and sound effects, which is kind of cute too. So Um, It's a really good learning experience for him too. And now that, you know, he does a shout out. So people have started to donate money for his podcast and we have given it now to Advent Health a few times. And through that, they're having a mental health campaign that's coming up and we are going to be a big part of that. And that's um, to destigmatize mental health. So it's okay if you need to go talk to a therapist. We're seeing this whole resurgence now of adults finding therapy. Now you can even find a therapist online, but he talks openly about it. Having, you know, mental health issues does not mean your brain is broken. It means you are going to work on it. You're going to exercise it. You're going to get yourself the tools so that when you are feeling stressed, what Davis likes to do is he does breathing exercises. 
So it's like a meditative thing, like where he breathes in and he breathes out and it just calms his whole body down. And I always think, God, I wish I knew that. I wish like when I was about to lose my temper, my default setting was to do a breathing exercise. So if I can help spread the word that there are so many tools available to us, um, and if we work from an early age at setting that foundation, when we get frustrated, as you mentioned, if somebody cuts you off in traffic and you want to, you want to yell or, you know, say something not nice, um, what we have started saying is I'll pray for you. <laughs> so we say, we're just going to pray for that person. But for us, it's just, it's about managing it. It's managing, you know, the things that get under your skin and taking that intention and leading with love, using love to you know, guide your way is going to get you so much farther in life. Yeah. So, so, and I think too, that this messaging is not only going to help the children, but if the children become stronger and the children become more confident and they become more independent because, uh, and that's a whole nother conversation for another day, but you know, I've, I've read a lot about free range parenting versus helicopter parenting. And by doing the helicopter parenting, you're stripping your children of this whole like confidence. And to me, it seems like if we've make them more resilient and more reliant in just, you know, small, you know, small adults, not, not overcomplicate things. I think it, you know, is a nice, healthy, you know, balance between the two where you're, you're the guardrails for them, but you're giving them range to explore and make mistakes. And I think that could have positive impact on family. And, and actually until this podcast, I hadn't really thought about it all that way, but I've always, yeah, I mean, somewhere in between where I'm just trying to give them guardrails and giving them freedom. Parenting does not come with a rule book and it does not come with a perfect child. We are all as parents going to struggle. We're going to fail. We're going to not know what we're doing. I am of the belief that if I teach my kids to have five steps for self-esteem and those five steps are, how do you think about yourself? How do you talk to yourself? How do you present yourself? How do you show up every single day? How do you care for yourself? And the breathing is one of the self-care tools exercise, move your body. And then how do you show up every day for yourself? Do you, you know, start your day with a positive attitude? Are you a man of your word? Do you stick with what you say you're going to do? And with those five things, even if we fail as parents, they're going to have that self-esteem and they are going to know their value and their worth because they've been taught to believe in themselves. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And I I do think that there's not a perfect way of parenting and it is an individual thing, but I think that, I think we can all, you know, benefit a bit more positivity and, you know, confidence in our, in our lives and it can help to impact those around us. Well, we will include a link to the book that's coming out. Yes, that would be awesome. It's on Amazon. You just Google it there. It's on Amazon. I have not gotten it into any bookstores, but I have not um, tried yet. So that's (laughs) going to be my next mission. So locally, I've talked to two people. So I just need to get the book down there. And um, they've said that they'll put it on their shelves. Have you talked to the Writer's Block bookstore in Winter Park? I have not gone there yet. Um, I've I've gone to Tugboat um, and then a couple other little shops because it can be, you know, a good like baby shower gift as well. Because it's kind of looking. So a couple little like gifts gift stores. And then Advent Health is actually putting it in a lot of offices. 
which has been kind of cool. Well, I'm going to make a note that I'll make a connection to you and Lauren Zimmerman. She owns the Writer's Block Bookstore, which is an independent bookstore. And one of my friends. Yeah. Well, there. even if they took it on loan, I heard that yeah. they do that. I'm fine with that, too. Because, again, I mean, literally, I don't make that much money off the book. I'm not trying to make money off the book. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to help the kids. And if I can talk to kids that need a little encouragement. I mean, it goes so far. I mean, it truly does. And there are so many caregivers and there are so many parents that they feel alone. They feel like this parenting journey is so lonely when their kid does not fit in. And it's okay that your kid doesn't fit in. Find the beauty that your kid has because every kid has a purpose. They were created on this earth for a purpose. So as a parent, you need to see that beauty and then you need to take that beauty and you need to like advocate for it and teach them to advocate for it. Yeah. Is there anything else that we didn't cover today that you want? No, to I don't think so. I, yeah. I kind of feel like that's a really good spot to end on. Okay. Is there anything else you want to know? Oh, no. I think today was great. I definitely think what I'll do is how do people find you? So for us to to wrap it up, to, what's the best way for people to connect with you? Do you have a website? Probably, I mean, I do. It's the Davis Night Show. That's his podcast and yeah. his thing. You could also do Three Modern Day Nights. That's my blog or Instagram. I don't even know what my Instagram name is. I better look it up. Well, I'll, my my producer will look it up and put it yeah. in. I kind of feel like a big deal saying producer there, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> fun, but I know. And I was joking with you before we got started. Uh, Davis, I don't know about child labor laws. I'm going to look into it. So Marissa, we talked a little bit about before we started today uh, about there's some I am statements that both, both adults and children can can use alike. Can you kind of go into those and how those can be a great you know strategy and what those are? Absolutely. Um, Something that I have found works in our family is ending every night with like a gratitude. So before we go to bed, we always say um, what we're grateful for. Sometimes my boys like to get silly and say what they're not grateful for, but I'm okay with that too. Um, I think that, you know, allowing them to get out that frustration is also like definitely therapeutic and definitely beneficial. But the I am statements that sometimes if they don't feel like being grateful that night, I make them say are, I am loved, I have a purpose, I am beautifully unique, I am seen and I matter, and I have the power, and I believe in myself. And with those five things, they are just going to rock it. I know they will. I, I can't wait to deploy those in my own household. We have kind of a routine and, and cadence for things, but I think that it's never too early to to do that. And then that can help with those affirmations to to instill the the confidence in the children. Yeah. And at yeah. first, at first they thought I was crazy. Mom, we don't want to do it. Mom, we don't want to do it. But now they know it. They say it just like what they say in the car. They know it and they know that when they do say it, they enter that classroom or they enter that school with a whole different attitude than they started. So well, I think it goes back to the practice and you, you know, you talked about there's like five parts of, of a lot of the different methodologies that you use. And uh, what I had come up with was I, for myself is I call it the sports success system and the yeah. team is pathological. That's the practice. So you're not going to like all of a sudden 
be great. Discipline. It's a discipline and, and rinse and repeat. So yeah, it, there's power into that. You shouldn't just like try once. Oh, nah, that didn't do anything. Oh, well. No, it's discipline. And as adults, you know, the most successful adults have a routine. They have discipline. They prepare. They just don't, you know, go into a situation and say, oh, I'm just going to wing it. Everyone prepares and it's discipline. There's days that, you know, we all want to lay in bed and, and not, you know, exercise. But how much better do you feel when you move your body? When you move your body, you're, you know, you're changing. You're changing the vibration in your brain. You're changing your attitude. You're just becoming someone different. You're taking what was happening before and changing it to something positive. So, you know, having that discipline and sticking with that discipline. And for us and our family, when we were getting made fun of, we always turn it back and we say, you know what? I believe in myself. I can do this. I am confident. Yeah. I, and I think it's so important to tune out the noise, but the only way to tune out the noise is if you really have true confidence. Otherwise, that is going to penetrate and, and it adjusts you, it, it, you know, um, impact you negatively. So absolutely. Well, thank you so much for giving the links. Uh, we'll get yeah. reach out to you on Instagram and all of those different things. But I mean, it was actually absolutely a pleasure. And um, I can't, I cannot wait to see what happens this next school year episode yeah. dropping on August 2nd. So just in time for the school year. And, Perfect. and if anybody has any great resources and great opportunities for Marissa to keep getting this message out, please, you know, drop her a line, drop her a message. Cause I think it's so important. I don't know why I haven't ever thought about extending this down this far, but then when I saw it on Facebook, I'm like, yeah. And, and since it is coming out right before school, it is a really good book to read right before school because yeah. the nerves are high for a lot of children. They're entering a new environment, they're meeting new friends, they're meeting new teachers. And just to give them that little edge above, you know, somebody else and just believing in themselves. It's okay, you know, to be you. Walk into that classroom, stand tall and say hi. Say hi to a new friend. Take a risk and be yourself because you're never going to go wrong if you're yourself. Well, I'm so grateful for our conversation today and grateful to be just like one microscopic little piece of sand part of this whole process. I have I have no doubt that it's going to go far. So. Well, thank you. The honor is mine. Yeah. So thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Let's continue to go beyond and continuing to strengthen that mindset. This is Amy Calandrino signing off.